Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Decline the Fall. Decline the Fall is a band formed in Malta, currently residing in Slovenia. This band delivers the goods, and their album, Our Own Demise, is a masterpiece, top to bottom. And here is my interview with Decline the Fall. Good. Hello. How you doing? Very good, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm very excited. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. And congratulations on our own demise. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. How did the studio work go for you on that album? Um, uh, we actually went to a studio um, back in Malta because we don't live in Malta anymore. And um, yeah, he's he's actually my business partner. He's my friend, and he had a studio and in his basement. So we were going to the studio for quite some time. We spent a couple of months going there from time to time, because in the meantime we're still working on the songs like separately back in our um, garage space. And um, we got someone else in the UK um, who worked with pretty big bands like Architects, for example. Mm -hmm. um to mix and master it and um yeah that's the final product i wanted to ask you about a couple of songs on there um nemesis i wanted to know if you could speak on that song and and also tell me did the acoustic version come first or the um song as it appears on the album okay so the the metal version came first um uh, the acoustic version came um last year we got we we got we're pretty bored with COVID, you know what I mean. So we were trying to find ways to promote the album, and I'm always fascinated about how bands manage to take a metal song and turn it into a, an acoustic song, you know, in a totally different way. And uh, yeah, I've been telling the guys for quite some time. I think before we made the album that I really want to make something like that in the future. And yeah, now that COVID happened, um, we were actually you know, working on ways to promote the album even more. And uh, we managed to make that one happen. Hopefully it's not the, the last one because we, we're planning to do more of those. Yeah, I think that song Stripped Down actually uh, brings forth more the meaning of the song. Um, yeah. And, um, it, you know, it, uh, your attention is drawn directly to the lyrics and the vocals and it's such a powerful song. Yeah, I think when, when it comes to the metal version, you kind of miss the emotion in it because, you know, there's it's much more angry and you, you focus on the, the noise that's going on. Um, while in the acoustic version, you could actually listen properly to what I'm saying and the message of the song, um, which, you know, it, it got portrayed pretty well with the acoustic version, in my opinion. Yeah, and the video is perfect for it as well. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know if you could speak on the song "The Last Tree on Earth." <laughs> okay. Um, um. All right. So when it comes to the subject, I think it's pretty um, straightforward in a way. Um, where we come from, Malta, it's it's a bit of a concrete jungle, if you know what I mean. And mm -hmm. uh, the more time passes, the more we're seeing trees being cut down. To be replaced by you know buildings and apartments and stuff like that and it's first of all it's 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 a site for sore eyes in 
in a way that it's affecting everyone in, in a mental way because you can't really go outside to have a walk, especially if you live in certain urban places uh, anymore. Uh, most of the buildings are going up so high that the old buildings and people who actually own roofs nowadays can't even see the sun. And um, we were thinking of doing something to you know, send a bit of a message on how we are destroying nature around us. But we wanted to make it in a more interesting way. You know, So the last year on Earth, we were thinking of, okay, what would happen if there was only one tree left, you know, and we, we've seen this before. It's not something that we came up with, but we never really saw a song directly on it. Sure. So, so the song came first. We we made the song first, and I came up with the lyrics, and um, and then we wanted to work on a music video. But where we tried to portray the music video and the message in real life, it's very hard. So that's why we took the direction, and uh, we made a music video that. It's it's a cartoon, pretty much, um, but it could be much more uh, in a fantasy way to give the right message. And uh, speaking of that song, the uh, album artwork, who created the album artwork for it? Uh, we have a, um, our friend back in, in Malta called Etienne. Um, we sat down with him. I had the idea already because... Um, even though the album is called Our Own Demise, um, we still felt that you know there should be a tree involved for the last year on Earth. Um, so we didn't want to to go for something too complicated. We want to go something for simple and looks good. And um, yeah, we came up with you know having just a tree in the middle and you know surrounded by all the, these things happening to us and our world in a way. Um, and and yeah, that's what we came up with. Would you say that mostly, most or all of your lyrical inspirations are based upon your life experiences? Um, in a way, yeah. Um, Our Own Demise was mostly created um, when it comes to ly lyrics. Um, they're from my perspective of the world, in a way. Um, I feel open-minded to see exactly what's going on around me. And um, Our Own Demise was mostly from a perspective that I keep looking around me, I, I keep seeing these kind of bad things happening to the world that we are causing as humans. So this direction I wanted to go for, for that album. And a new album is in the works, is that correct? Indeed. We are currently working on the second album. Um, I can tell you already what what's, it's going to be about. It's, it's going to be named Perspectives. And um, this time we took it more into towards the mental way of how humans work, not just about how we are destroying the world like our own demise was, but for example, I have introvert and extrovert um, as separate songs. So I talk about a perspective of being an introverted type of guy, which our guitarist, for example, is. And I talk about how it feels to be an extroverted kind of guy, especially during COVID, which is my perspective you know mm -hmm. so right now we're taking like different perspectives and trying to understand different people and wearing other people's shoes and put them into songs um and we're, we're pretty much there um we have time we're still promoting the first album because we feel that we didn't get the chance to promote it enough you know we we launched that album sitting on the sofa it wasn't the plan right but, 
but nowadays we're planning to at least have a couple of tours and shows um this year next with the old album and in the meantime it will give us more time to work on perspectives and make something that we really want to go with um in a full professional scale if that makes sense absolutely and i wanted to know if you could give me a band history lesson okay <laughs> so um so the band started with me uh wanting to be a rock star basically like I, I really wanted to be in a band and you know i had that kind of influence i was watching bands like kiss and i am maiden and stuff and i was like oh my god like i i think i really would be good on stage like I, that's something i would love to do and um yeah i started the band i had totally different members back then this was like around eight years ago i think by now um yeah it was 2021 um i still think i started late to be honest with you but I didn't have the inspiration and no one told me I could actually sing until I actually discovered it by that age. Mm-hmm. And then, so, yeah, this kind of, so yeah, I started this band. Um, we didn't have a name yet. Um, we spent like a year trying to figure out what direction we want to go with and everything. And, you know, some people were giving up. Some people had other duties to fill in with, with work and other bands. And I kept changing members until I found the right ones. Um, it took us some time to write our own demise because in the meantime, while we're, we're writing it, we also were obviously changing the lineup and finding the right people for it. But we were lucky enough to play a lot of shows. And in the meantime, we had the opportunity to go to Romania. We played twice in Italy. We went to Bulgaria to play with the Hills of Rock, which, you know, it was it's a big festival and there was Disturbed there um white snake and garbage and other bands and it was like a big experience for us um but in the meantime we were also recording and finishing the the album so it, we didn't have that much time to lay back and focus on the album we were always writing songs and playing shows writing songs playing shows in the meantime we were thinking of leaving malta um one of the reasons was since we were leaving for shows, most of the time we had to pay for our own flights. And it doesn't really make sense for us to keep paying that amount of money and um, not make any money with our music. You know, in the end, we keep uh-huh. investing our music and we want to find a way that we can actually make something, at least to make the band a bit more stable when it comes to getting money and spending it back. So we came to the conclusion of moving. This was around two years ago when we made the decision. So we were looking for places to go. And uh, our guitarist, Chris, he came to Slovenia a lot of times, like over 100 times, because he, he worked for a touring company for tourists. So Slovenia was something that, a place that he knew well. So we came for a holiday once, and uh, I honestly fell in love with it. I fell in love with the nature. You know, I was talking about nature and stuff and how we have a big lack of it back in Malta. And now I came to a place where it's everywhere you look, it's it's full of it. So we made the, the decision to move together to Slovenia. And uh, a year and a half ago, we came back here for a holiday to find a place. And we managed to find a house. It's in a, little, a very little, small place with 5,000 people. But it's a perfect house because it's a three-story house. Um, and we could live separately in a way because we have the house is split 
into like two apartments. So two of us live live upstairs, the other two live um, underneath. And our base doesn't live with us. And uh, we had a basement, which we turned into a studio, which is where I am right now. Um, and yeah, we've been living here for the past year and five months in total. And we live together. And speaking of Chris, his guitar style is very, very unique. Uh, one of the most unique styles I've heard in a long time. Um, okay. Do you know any of his influences? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that Chris started by listening and, and playing along Iced Earth, which is a band totally different from what we are. But I know that influences, his influences are different than ours. So, you know, we try to push him towards the kind of new metal because I, I'm very inspired by Korn, you know, Disturbed and, and Slipknot, you know, Limp Bizkit. And he's more inspired like Judith of Bodom, uh, Ice Dirt. Um, there are bands which we agree on, for example, Trivium and Bullet from Our Valentine, for example. Mm -hmm. I think he found a way to kind of merge all our influences, um, not just him, even Matthew. Um, but Chris is the rhythm guitarist. And um, I know that rhythm is very important when it comes to structure. So that really helped out. And if you could pick your favorite song off of our own demise, what would it be and why? I think it's definitely Nemesis because, um, first of all, we did the acoustic version of it, and I really love it. Um, like I said, I never, like, I, I was always fascinated about bands doing acoustic versions of their own songs. And uh, for me to say I did this for my own band, like, it's, I'm very proud of it. And um, it came out even better than I expected, in my opinion. So I was kind of shocked when I heard it, the, the final version, when I heard it, even when my own family heard it, you know, they didn't, didn't expect it from me. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's a very special song. Um, it's one of the biggest songs that we have. And uh, it's one of those songs that when I play live, I can see many, many people sing along with me. And that was one of my dreams, you know, so Nemesis gave me that kind of opportunity to have a lot of things that I wanted. That makes sense. Absolutely. And speaking of dreams, um, if you could pick your proudest moment as an artist so far, what would you say that would be? Hmm. It's very hard. Um, I I think as as an artist, for for me, um, you know, as I said, I wanted to be having this this kind of influence on seeing bands on stage, you know, in front of a big, big crowd and stuff like that. Um, I think playing in this festival, Hills of Rock, was one of my proudest moments because um, we had a big crowd and uh, we were treated like we were someone big. You know, we had our own drum tech, we had our own guitar tech, and I had like my own assistant. Like, it's not normal for me. Um, they gave us like hotel rooms each. Um, we were treated like we were something special, and I never seen that. Um, I never saw myself as something big or anything like that. I still don't. That big part of the festival, that big and full of bands that I actually look up to and listen. And I was, you know, in the same hotel as them, and, and I felt like finally I, I can, I can say that I, I made something with it. You know, absolutely. Um, if I had to choose, I, I would go. I would totally go there, um, back in Bulgaria, Hills of Rock.
And if you could give me your top three vocalists, who would they be? <laughs> okay. Um, um, it's funny because we were just talking about this. And funnily enough, one of my biggest vocalists that I see is Freddie Mercury. Um, obviously, it's not a metal, but he is one of the biggest vocalists in the world. I mean, was. Oh, absolutely. He still is. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm also very inspired by Michael Jackson. So I, I used to listen to Michael Jackson when I was very young. And, um, you know, he, he was definitely one that kind of inspired me into the pop and uh, the way I sing clean and stuff. But if I had to go towards the metal, um, I'm a big fan of Howard Jones from Killswitch Engage. Mm -hmm. um, um, Chester Bennington from Linkin Park. He was a big inspiration to me um, and still is. And um, Benjamin Barnley from, from Breaking, Breaking Benjamin is also someone that really inspired me on how I sing and someone I definitely learned to sing with, you know, like singing along with, with their songs. So, yeah, I gave you a bit more than three. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, I also wanted to ask you, um, along your musical journey, what's the best advice you've been given along the way? Um, I, I met Lacuna Coil. Uh, we played with them in Malta, and then I met them back in Romania. And uh, I managed to have like a, a, a very long conversation with their guitarist. And, you know, when, when you're kind of still young and you're trying to make it into the music business and stuff, you have a lot of questions. And uh, I remember like filling them, him up with questions one by one. But one, one thing that kept in my mind was I asked him, you know, I, I'm really excited every time I'm having a new release, for example. And I'm very excited after the show to go to meet people and to talk to people and see what they think about me and my band and our songs. And I asked him, does that kind of fade away by time? Does it get boring, you know, since you do it a lot? And he said, right now, I'm pretty sure there's a Chinese kid, 12-year-old, who can play the guitar better than me. Um, so once you stop appreciating your fans, that's when the band stops getting bigger. And um, he also said that the biggest band in the world is trying to get to become the biggest band in the world. So sure. you know, humbleness is very important. And uh, as long as you love what you're doing, you're never going to stop um, appreciating fans and appreciating those moments because it's what we live for. And it, it, it stuck to my head till today. I wanted to ask you, uh, what can fans look for next from the band? Well, at the moment, we're, you know, we, we just released a new single and uh, we're working on a new one. For now, we're going to focus on a couple of singles and see where that takes us because um, we're still experimenting and we're experimenting with the seven string guitars and the first album was made on six. So we're also experimenting with new tunings and stuff like that. Um, but this year, hopefully, we're going to be playing um, much more shows than we did the past couple of years, if things go as we planned them at least. And uh, we definitely plan to release much more songs. And tell me, uh, speaking of singles, um, will they appear on the album or will these be uh, separate? Uh, we're not sure, actually, actually because uh, it depends on how many songs we write. 
um, before we only released one single and put it in the album as a bonus track. Um, but that was only not that long before the actual album. So now we still don't know exactly when we should release second album since, you know, the problem with COVID and everything um, sure. kind of us back. Um, I, I, I wouldn't mind, but the, one of the problems that we faced with the first album is that since it was too long, um, we couldn't turn, turn and print it on vinyls unless we print it on a double, double vinyl, which would cost you a lot of money, you know, and it's very hard to sell if it costs that much. So it's, it's, we might make like, I know, like an album with the singles included, but then make vinyls without singles. Um, but it's still, it's still a plan, you know, it's, it's not something written in stone yet. And you personally, do you have any hobbies beyond music? Yeah, um, I, I play games. I like, I like playing Xbox. I'm, I'm a big gamer, um, especially when it comes to online gaming. I'm very competitive. Um, um, other than that, I listen to podcasts a lot, to be honest with you. Um, I go walking every day um, in the morning. I, I find it very important for me to kind of leave the house since I work from home. And... Um, to have that kind of hour for myself. But yeah, if I had to mention, my biggest hobby is definitely gaming. And if, if I'm coming over to eat and we're having your favorite meal, what would it be? Hmm. I think um, right now I'm, I'm working on this uh, beetroot burger and uh, I'm doing it myself. And Honestly, I always sucked at cooking, but for the past few days, not weeks actually, I've been trying my best to learn a lot of different recipes. Um, I'm trying to make everything vegan. So I'm trying to really, you know, get into this cooking thing because I'm 28 years old. And up until a few months ago, all I could do is heat things in the oven and just put noodles in the pot and that's it. <laughs> so right I can now, relate to that. <laughs> Um, so right now I found myself to have a little bit of extra time in my hand. I was like, you know what? I stopped gaming, actually. I made... I was wasting too much time. And I'm dedicating dedicating that time to learn how to cook. So if you come over, I'll make a very special beetroot burger for you. All right. And uh, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? You can find all our merch on uh, declinethefall.com. Everything is available there. Or if we play uh, in a show next to you, most probably we'll have a merry stand over there. And uh, tell me, uh, in your plans, are there plans to come to the States? Yeah, actually, I really want to come to the States. Um, I have a lot of friends over there, um, which, is, which are also in bands. Um, the States was always something that especially in Malta, I think we're very influenced by, especially with the movies and stuff. Um, so we always looked at the States as somewhere we wanted to go and visit, you know, especially if we had get the opportunity to, to tour. Um, so yeah, the States is definitely one of our plans. It's just not yet. I think in a couple of years, we will obviously start thinking about it unless an opportunity comes um, because obviously coming to the States, it will be expensive. Um, but yeah, I think 
in a couple of years, we can definitely make something happen there. And I wanted to take a moment to uh, uh, say that um, I appreciate uh, one of your fans, uh, Heidi, um, yeah. actually uh, turned me on to listening to this band. And, and I am so happy in reviewing this album because it's one of the best albums I've heard in the past year. Thank you, man. I, I, really, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate Heidi a lot. You have no idea. Um, she's one of our biggest fans and yeah, I, I, I love her. I really appreciate what, what she's doing for us and spreading the word, you know, because it's all we have, man, like social media is all we had for the past couple of years. And, uh, honestly, if it wasn't for people like her, you know, and you, um, would have nothing. So yeah, from the bottom of our hearts, like, and we really appreciate it. And lastly, I wanted to ask you if you could give a message for your fans, what would that message be? Well, we, we always say the same thing most of the time because as, as a band, you know, we are declined to fall. And uh, we, we are all like different individuals who have been through a lot of different problems in life. And uh, one of the reasons the band is called Decline to Fall is to never give up, you know? Mm -hmm. So... We always try to show people and influence people in a way that whatever you want in life, whatever you want, if it is being in a band or being a lawyer, a doctor, whatever it is, like don't give up on your dreams. Because we've seen so many people like falling apart and um, in stupid jobs that don't they don't even want and lives that don't even care about and falling into a system that existing and you're not living and i think it's very important to live your life the way you want to because one day you're not going to be here and you you know the last few days you're going to be regretting it you don't know when you're going to leave this world so just make sure that you you are trying at least trying your best to be happy for yourself and not for anyone else that's very important sure and that's one of the main reasons i took on uh doing this podcast because I always had love for metal my entire life. Um, it's awesome. I, uh, yeah, very important. And, uh, and I, um, it's, I'm uh, quite a bit older than you. I'm 56 and uh, a lot of people my age in the States, they think that metal ended in 19, in the late 1980s. <laughs> you know, and uh, so I felt the need to do this podcast to let, uh, Everyone know that metal is alive and well and actually better than it was back then. Yeah, I, I think so, too. It's just um, I think there's too much music nowadays. And, um, you know, metal is underrated in a way that not underrated, but more underground in a way compared to commercial music nowadays. Um, um, I think we have the wrong mentality on metal. But, you know, thanks for people like you. We, we're trying to change that mentality, you know, and keep working on that so sure because good good music is good music um exactly. doesn't matter what genre it is really if it's good it's good exactly well i wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today it's been absolute pleasure and thank i you. hope that um you will keep me updated and uh we can talk again soon when uh the tour plans come out and uh the next one is ready to be released for sure, man. I'll, I'll, 
I'll make sure to send you a message over. Thanks for this. And thank you, Heidi, again. Um, I really appreciate it. And we appreciate all the fans out there. So, yeah, we'll keep you all updated on our social media. And Robert, thanks again, man. Keep it up. All right, will do. And you take care. Enjoy the rest of your day. Likewise, man. See you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.